the Issues, a podcast about leadership, management, and wearing the wrong shoes to check out the super low tide situation. I'm Rachel Perkins, aka Pie or Pie Bob. I'm into words, operations, cheese and whiskey, and of course, leadership. I, I saw those pictures about the low tide situation, and I was wondering what shoes you were wearing because you showed the like the sand being all squishy, and I could picture exactly how bad of a situation that could be. Anyways, and I'm Kendall Miller. I'm not tired. You're tired. I think we're all tired. <laughs> anyway, today on the show, we're talking with Sarah Rieger, team lead at Jellyfish. Please introduce Welcome, yourself. Welcome, Sarah. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Talk to, talk, like, tell us a little bit about yourself, Sarah. How did you get to where you are today? Introduce How do we yourself, do this what show? your background. Yeah. Did you, um, did you come out of the womb as a team lead at Jellyfish or did you have a path that, that led you here circuitously? Isn't that how everyone starts as a team lead? You're just born that way? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I actually started at Jellyfish as an IC. Um, and it's been only really a couple of months that I've been a team lead here, actually. Um, before that, um, it was like internships. I graduated May 2020, was at HubSpot. And yeah, now I'm here. Uh so you're well we noticed that you have definitely come pretty quickly from graduating to the gig that you have now did you go to college thinking you would go into software engineering management leadership or did that just sort of happen did you have a plan to do this no i think my entire life i've never really had a plan for anything um i kind of just like when I was in high school, I was like, oh, am I going to be a teacher? Am I going to be a journalist? Am I going to be like a scientist? Like I went through a phase for everything, I swear. And then in college, <laughs> um, I would just kind of tried a bunch of different classes. I took a computer science class and I was like, hey, I like this. So I just made a life decision right there. Going to do that. Um, awesome. Just kind of went with it. And like, was there, was there something specific in the class that made you, what about it did you like? Um. I really love puzzles. I've always loved puzzles and I felt like coding is just like a bigger, more complicated puzzle. So yeah, yeah. totally. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just, just days and days of, of long puzzles. And yeah. I mean, are you one of these people who has, you said you don't have a plan, but uh, I mean, is it still that way? You still like, do you know where you're going to be in 10 years? Do you, or do you have an opinion about where you're going to be in 10 years or are you still just winging it? And uh, what happens happens? Say la vie. Yeah. I mean, by the way, when I say plan, I mean life plan. I do plan at my job. But yeah, I definitely don't have a plan for the next two, 10 years by any means. I don't even know what I'm going to be doing next year. Like, I hopefully just like team lead stuff, but we'll see. I kind of just like mm -hmm. to see where life takes me. When things come up, if it seems cool, I kind of just dive in. So awesome. And what does awesome. what does team leading look like right now? Like what is what is what are your actual responsibilities? Yeah, um, I think at Jellyfish, it's still kind of a concept that we're formulating. Um, you know, we're a startup still, and I think like it, it's constantly evolving what that means. Um, for me right now, a lot of it is just like more on the engineering side of things, helping like my teammates out um, with projects, um, kind of planning out things on the roadmap. Um, wait, 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 you, you got to go into way more specifics here, Sarah. What is, <laughs> what is helping your team out with projects mean? Uh, yeah. is that like just PR review? Is that telling them they're coding wrong? Like, what are you, what are you doing? That's actually talk about the day to day. Stack yeah. tracer, GTFO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I guess I'm being a little broad here because it, it really changes every day. Like, I think code review is definitely one aspect. Um, but like, for example, right now we're re-architecting like the entire section of the code that we own. And so I helped out a lot with like planning that, um, setting up meetings to like talk with people and like figure out if our plan makes any sense at all or if it's a total mess. Um, working together like pair coding, um, working on like the front end a lot because um, I, I know the front end I think more than some of the other people on my team. Um, mm -hmm. It really changes based on what's needed. I, I kind of like to be like a multi-tool type of team lead where it's like wherever you need me I'll help out. What are the what are the things you're not liking? I mean this is this is you're relatively new to this right? What's 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 not fun yet or is it still all it's like all honeymoon phase so it's just exciting? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it's going pretty well. I think the thing I'm nervous for is any kind of like personality conflict or like people issue type of stuff. I've never dealt with that before. So like mm -hmm. if something were to come up, it hasn't yet, thankfully, I'd be really nervous to deal with that. I have no idea what to do. Um, but you have folks you can talk to about it, right? Who can kind of advise definitely. you. That's good. That's yeah. good. And so you started uh, not too long ago at Jellyfish as an individual contributor, which is what you said before. I see for people who don't know, it typically means individual contributor. Um, what happened during that time that led you to get promoted to being the team lead? Why are you in charge now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. Um, it really just kind of happened. Um, so I guess like maybe like August last year. Um, my team lead at the time went on vacation and she was like, Hey guys, I need someone to help out while I'm gone. And I was just like, okay, I'll help. Like, it sounds fun. I'll try some stuff. Um, it went, I guess, well, well enough. Um, she came back. Um, and I just kept like increasingly helping her out with more and more stuff. <laughs> and then one day she was like, Hey, I'm going to be a manager. Do you want to be the new team lead? And I was like, Oh, um, didn't really think about that, but I guess so. And so she just like kind of ramped me up to speed. And then like this past, I guess, February, um, I became an official team lead. Mm -hmm. um, Ooh, so, say, yeah. say more about she ramped, got, got you ramped up. Like, uh, is that, was that training? Was that just all the context sharing of this is what my day to day looks like? Like what kind of preparation did you have for this? Or was it just like, Hey, congratulations. Now this is your problem, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, no, she definitely ramped me up like pretty well in the sense of like, it was a lot of, pairing on her day-to-day -day stuff so we would meet a lot and she would just show me like these are like the documents that I use to plan like let's do some pre-planning together so that you can see what it looks like and what my thought process looks like she just really basically mapped out everything that was in her head for me um that sounds awesome yeah she's really awesome her name's Jasmine she's she's been she was a great team lead she's an awesome team our manager now um and I feel Good like job, I learned Jasmine. a lot from her yeah. <laughs> you still, yeah. Well, so, so I want to ask about that next, like, particularly when you're first getting started, right? You don't, you don't have 20 years of experience to go draw on of like all the times you've led and the problems you've run into. And so a lot of what's in your head, conscious or not, is probably what you've seen other people do, right? And uh, do, do well and or do poorly. Like there's probably things that Jasmine does that you really want to imp uh, imitate. There's probably things that, um, others have done other managers that you've seen that you really don't want to imitate. Are there things that are already in your head as you think about that? Like, Oh, I'm never going to be that kind of team leader. I'm <laughs> always going to, you know, do X, Y, or Z. Like what are those things that stand out in your head as you're coming into this? Yeah. I'm really glad you um, said that actually, like 
I think one of the most important things for me is like constantly absorbing information from everybody and trying to sympathize with like, why is one person thinking this way? Why is one person like thinking that way? And just trying to like take everybody's perspective into account. Um, as for like specific things that I really like, like about like other people that I've seen is just like a desire to like take action, um, thinking critically about problems before just kind of like letting emotions take over. I'm a pretty emotional person. So sometimes, you know, I kind of have like a gut reaction and I want to say it, but like people have like taught me about stepping back, thinking about it. And also like looking at the bigger picture, like the company context of things. Um, yeah, oh, definitely so learned a lot from stuff. a lot of mentors. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. good stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely the stepping back because you you said a little bit ago you were like uh, you you like to see where you want to see where things take you. You're you definitely are easygoing and you want to kind of go with that flow with regards to your future. But making those decisions on the fly doesn't always work well when like other people are involved, when the company's you know bottom line is involved, any of those things. So taking a moment, being like, hmm, do I really want to do that? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Do I really want to tell that guy to just fuck right off? No, I probably don't. All the way off. All, All the way, way off. Way. As far off yeah. and then just keep going. Uh, yeah. Uh, I wish I had had someone who talked me, <laughs> talked me through that stuff when I was your age, uh, because that is super useful. Uh, I'm glad you're, you're absorbing that information. I'm not sure I would have, to be honest, uh, pretty headstrong, yeah. so. Yeah, I'm yeah. super lucky. I've had so many amazing mentors too, like Alex, who like left recently, Randall, who I think you guys know, mm -hmm. um, my manager, Jim, like all of them have been so like critical, like everybody, honestly, that I've worked with has been so critical to where I am now. Like, I just love absorbing from people, trying to hear what they have to say, kind of figure out like why they're saying things the way they do. Even like my teammates too, like, I feel like everything I do is really calculated around them and their feelings as well as my own and trying to like kind of put that all together into a decision um i really feel strongly about that yeah. <laughs> well i think it's i mean even the one thing you said about just empathizing with people trying to see how people see all these different problems so that you can understand it from their perspective like on the one hand that's like empathy is one of the best things you can have as a leader it's also one of the most crippling right because you're, you're you're putting yourself in their shoes and you're just like oh god i'd be miserable too like and then you have to go yeah. manage the situation anyways uh you know and uh like all of those things but um i think it'll help you like if, if you're able to just keep empathizing you're going to be just fine when those people problems come up uh or you'll just want to wring both of their necks which is also a reaction <laughs> to empathy like uh, what both? the fuck is wrong with both of you be, both be can human. happen uh that both happen both happen both happen regularly um and there's there's uh i said to two people very recently i'm very frustrated with how poorly you're getting along it's normal but i want to wring both of your necks like what the fuck uh <laughs> <laughs> the uh -huh. yeah that happens um yeah did you There's... have something more okay sorry well, <laughs> no, I'm, all, I'm all done with that that rant sorry were you gonna say something Rachel I was gonna ask uh you know you're learning something constantly it sounds like you're onboarding a ton of information about uh how to manage and lead and also about how things work inside a company lots of uh of different uh kinds of information what is a leadership issue that you're thinking about or dealing? You said you haven't had any like personality conflicts so far, but how, uh, what are you, what are you working on right now? Is there anything that you're trying to figure out or that you're especially learning at the moment about leadership? 
Yeah, I think one huge thing, um, which I've actually been talking a lot with my manager about and like how to kind of work on this is how to like narrow my focus, like put blinders on and not say yes to every single thing around me because I want to be involved everywhere. But I also don't want to let my team down and be doing like so many other things, you know, so I got to find the balance, but it's hard Uh because everything is cool and awesome and I want to try it all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And just knowing about everything that's going on, like when a company is small, you know, you might be able to keep up with that. Right, knowing all the different paths that are happening around you, all the discussions, whatever political stuff is happening, mm-hmm. having that information I find to be really compelling. But uh, after a while, you just can't. You have to, you have to scope yourself, and I think that is crucial. So, awesome. Uh, and you're finding that yeah. hard, or is it getting easier? <laughs> what are you working on specifically? Yeah, it's definitely super difficult. I think. I'm trying to right now kind of hone in on a project that I care about the most and see it all the way through and just like follow through with everything. And I think it'll feel really good to have something like seen from start to finish. And then maybe I'll realize like how fulfilling that is and kind of be able to <laughs> take away some of the other impulses if I can like really refer to that feeling. Yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. Yeah. The, that's interesting. Can you say more? I mean, what does it what does it mean to see a project all the way through? Is it just uh, somebody gave you a big software project and you're just making sure it gets developed all the way through? Like, what 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 does that mean? What are what's involved in that? Yeah. Um. Right now, it's more of like cultural projects. Um. So one example is like communication through engineering. Um. That's something that I like. I just put together a doc. I was like, guys, like we need to like figure out a way to like communicate. Um. That like works effectively and is consistent. Um, so like beyond just making that doc, um, making sure that like people actually start using it, referring to it and like implementing like the kind of ideas there, as opposed to just writing the doc and hoping everyone reads it and then <laughs> follows through. Um, so like really just like working with people closely and then like seeing the impact, assessing the impact, kind of like trying shit out and then iterating on it, um, until it becomes something that I can say that I'm proud of and that like has actually changed the culture for the better i guess (laughs) i i i'm not laughing because uh for any reason other than like that is extremely profound and probably sums up every podcast we've ever done uh i'm just (laughs) trying shit out to see what works and hopefully someday i'm proud of it uh that's basically all of our life experiences everybody everybody yes indeed so is there oh go ahead i was gonna ask um what are the things that like, what are the things that differentiate you as a leader that you're like anything that makes you particularly good or bad at this that you can tell thus far? I know it's new, but uh, so maybe it's even like, what do you think is going to differentiate you? That's a great question. I don't know. I mean, I think one thing that I think is really important that I'm not sure that I've seen other people do at past jobs, maybe not at Jellyfish, is like really trusting your team and having that mutual trust where like, I really trust them and now they're really trusting me. Um, I, what I, happens I though the I'll... first time they fuck that up and break that trust? Yeah. Like, how do you, what are you <laughs> going to do? And how did you get there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Kendall. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know, no, I mean, you're I'm right. Serious. You're right. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. I think it's learning where to trust them and where to be like, hey, like, let's work together on this as opposed to just let you go off and do your own thing and like hope to God that you do it right. Um, I think it's really just learning like who they are and how they work. 
Um, I'm yeah. still definitely getting there. Um, and I'm oh. sure I'm going to fuck it up. Like, there's no way I won't. But <laughs> Well, you've I mean, got, was... you know, you've got quite the runway ahead of you. It's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah. And I have a lot of good people to support me, too. I think Jellyfish mm -hmm. has provided, like, such a great environment for that. Like, every single person there is willing to help me out. I could DM literally anybody who works there and they'd be like, okay, like, let me just try to, like, sit down with you, help you out. Um, like, all the way up to, like, the C-suite management, like, if I message them, they would be happy to have a one-on-one -on -one with me and be like, all right, let me help you sort through this problem, um, which is really unique to any company I've been to. Yeah, that's interesting. That is cool. The, Super cool. Well, I suspect that, um, too, when it, when it comes to trust building, like, some of it is, some of that trust building is when they screw up and how you react, right? Like, if you can react in a way that's, like, understanding and forgiving and if you can <laughs> empathize with them the in that moment. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, well, that's that didn't trust lasts exactly as long as they're always successful every time. But um, mm -hmm. anyways. Um, but how well, did you develop so, that trust? I mean, how did you get to that? Just from from paying attention to how they work? Or was there something further? Just leaving them alone? Did Jesus <laughs> take the wheel and just, yeah. just lift your hands up off? And... I've actually never talked to any of my teammates before. They just let them do their own thing. That's, that is a level of trust. <laughs> That is no a way to trust. That's a whole new, actually, it's not a very new management style at all. <laughs> management by being completely disconnected from anything that's out. Yeah, you're right. They Some don't even the know my name. People I know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Very, very, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I built it. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. You go right ahead. Yeah, you, should, you, you asked the question, trust. Rachel, and then yeah. you interrupted before she could answer. How do, how do you build trust? Yeah, um, I think a lot of it is, like, first me proving that I'm trustworthy to them. Um, so, like, I tell them everything that's on my mind, even if it's too much. Sometimes they'll be like, just won't even respond, and I don't think they care, <laughs> which is fair. But, like, I just want to prove to them that, you know, like, I'm an open book as much as I can be. I will tell you guys anything that's on my mind. I'll include you guys in any decisions that I can. Um, because I value their input. It's not just about building trust. Like I genuinely care about what they have to say. Um, and I think that like, they've kind of started to see that and it's, it's kind of just come back. Oh, cool. And I think, very cool. I think that that team lead role probably in particular is a little unique, even from like a full-time manager role where you're, you're almost the like, at school when you break up into groups and then you elect the person who's going to speak on behalf of the group, like that's a big part of the job. And so yeah. like you, you are where a manager is sort of a little disconnected from their reports and it's, it's almost their job to maintain some level of disconnect. I almost, I wonder if at the team lead, it's like, you're supposed to be one of us, right? Like, uh, one of us, one of us. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, you're, so, so yeah, you can be kind of a complete open book. And I, I wonder if that'll change. I'm curious once, it, you know, if you, if you stay in management and you go up the ladder, if that'll change for you, or you feel like you can stay that open of a book, uh, I'm curious to hear that too later at, at, at some point, but, um, mm -hmm. the, um, well, I, I want to ask you the question we ask everybody. Uh, tell us about your relationship with authority. Do you, uh, do you like having authority over others? Do you like it when others have authority over you? How do you feel about it? I am happy to have people have authority over me. I think that I have a lot to learn still. So it's like, it's fine with me really. Like, I don't like being directly told, like, you need to do this. Um, I didn't really do well at that with HubSpot. Um, but 
I hate having authority over other people. It makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't ah. like telling people what to do. I really like having people tell me what they want to do and then seeing if that works with what I'm thinking. Let's see. Is that because, um, so, I mean, say more about that. Like the, <laughs> be, is it, are you uncomfortable having authority over others because you feel the weight of that authority or what, what is it that makes you uncomfortable? I just feel like, who am I? Like, really? Like, I just, I don't know. I think everybody's like got opinions that are just as valuable as my own. I don't think that it's like fair for me to just be like, I'm telling you what to do constantly. Like sometimes I'll tell people what to do because it makes sense and it's just like situationally the right thing to do. But like, if I can avoid it, I definitely do because I think that like, there's a lot of like consensus to be had, a lot of like conversations I have with people that just like help guide me to making a decision. Well, so I want to I want to pick at some of that, and sorry, Rachel, if you want to jump in here, feel free. I'm 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 poking and prodding. Uh, the um, I mean, first of all, you equated immediately authority with like uh, top down authority, like that 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 was what was in your head when I asked that question. Have you seen authority that's more bottom up? Um, or you just don't I associate think... the two. Yeah, I mean, like, I think the people at, um, like, Jellyfish are pretty good about the bottom-up stuff, like, getting consensus, but, like, this is really the first time I've seen it. Um, I think everywhere else I've been is, like, very traditional top-down. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess I still okay. kind of have that, like, direct association with, like, top-down, yeah. Sure. Well, and then the other thing I'm, I want to poke at is you said, who am I? But, like... I mean, who's your CEO? Like, like, wait, at what point is there? Is there a mythical point in the future so some where you person? know enough? Well, where you do have enough experience that, like, yeah, I should be fucking telling everybody what to do. I'm fucking Sarah Rieger. Uh, <laughs> did I say your last name right? I, I yeah. You did. Uh, the, um, I mean, is there is there in your head a point where you reach that point, and then people do need to shut up and listen to you? Or I mean, isn't it kind of your job always to be like, who am I? Even if you're the CEO of a Fortune bazillion company at some point, or uh, I don't know. I'm curious what you think of that. I don't know. I mean, like, I think the like who am I thing kind of decreases over time as you get higher up, but I don't think it should ever really go away. Like, I think you should always still be like humbled enough to to listen to what other people have to say. I think like if you're just like boss man dictator over everyone that's not great either sorry kendall um, it's just not gonna work out <laughs> i don't know if that really answered your question but <laughs> no i like boss the part about dictator. you know you should be willing to listen to to what people have to say no matter where you are in the org um i mean i think over time it, it becomes somewhat more of a logistical issue right uh how do, how do you scale yeah. that how do you make sure and, and that's why you hire folks within your you know, your, uh, your people ops or human resources department that kind of try and draw out that inf the information from larger companies. Like we, we will have a survey about XYZ thing, or we will have an AMA and you can ask the executive that can sometimes be really awkward. <laughs> uh, but the best leaders know how to, to answer or not answer questions they can't answer and be like, I can't answer that. And this is why, uh, those kinds of, um, those kinds of relationships get more difficult as the company grows. Right. So, um, but I still think that you're, you know, that, that top level, like you should be willing to hear what other people have to say thing is, is critical to, to good leadership. It might not be uh, something you can do at all times as a leader. 
like immediately be like, you're going charge, you know, into battle or whatever. And someone goes, no, wait. And you're like, no, no, we got to go. We got to do it now. There's no time for me to listen to you at the moment. Uh, Sometimes that's great. And sometimes that's not so great. But sometimes you have to commit without taking everybody's democratic. Like it's not a democracy. Uh, It can't be because that doesn't scale. And it can't Uh be because not everyone has the level of expertise that is necessary to do whatever particular job they're doing. Um, But yeah, having the opportunity to share what you think with your leadership is critical. And I think it, if it's done well, you can really maintain that level of like, yeah, my leadership is humble enough to listen to me part. That's really, yeah. I I think there's like something to learn at every level. Like, you know, even like the CEO can always be learning from people. Um, Mm -hmm. Something that like our, my manager, who's like the director of engineering um, at Jellyfish right now does really well is he, We'll just like interview random engineers. Well, not interview, I guess, but like meet with them and just ask them what they think of the org, how things are going and get like a pulse reading, even though he's not mm-hmm. like necessarily the one that they're reporting to. Um, so I think like mm-hmm. that's like something, that, at least at our size, maybe not so scalable, <laughs> um, but it, it's like one example that I've seen of somebody doing that really well. Yeah, just trying to is good. It shows that you're, you know, you want to listen, even if it's not logistically always possible and sorry there was an intake of breath there kendall what were you gonna say (laughs) well um um i don't know i don't know i already have no idea i do know i do know a question (laughs) that i've been wanting to ask but i have no idea what i was going to say that was that was profound enough to require a deep intake of breath (laughs) um the are you tired kendall oh man man, (laughs) i'm so tired wow my brain is not functioning normally um sorry sarah that you're getting uh, the dregs of me. Everybody else, every time I show up for this, I'm always 100%. This is the only time this has ever happened. Don't laugh, Rachel. Shut up. Don't laugh. Um, no. The, uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess I want to ask two questions to you as a, like most of the people that we have on this podcast are, are like very senior in their careers. They've been in leadership for forever. And I mean, we, you know, we're kind of intentionally having you on to see, talk about the like new to this thing. And so I think one thing that you can talk about that's different than other guests maybe could have in the past is I'm curious your take on, uh, hey, senior leaders out there that have been in this space for forever, here's what you need to know from the person who's new to this. And I, you know, I don't know what is that, like, I need all the training in the world or like, you're all fucking idiots, the young people are better at this and please get out of the way so we can take over. Like, what, <laughs> what is the, um, what's the advice that you'd give? Because I'd be curious in any of it. Like if, if you're, if you're talking to the senior leaders out there and you're new to this, what, what would you advise them Yeah, to know I mean, about I, someone like you? Go ahead. Yeah. I think it's like a lot of along the lines of what I've been saying of just like being willing to listen, to learn. Um, and it's super important to like know what's going on in your org. I've been at places where like management had no idea what people were thinking and there'd be like gossip about it and all that sort of stuff. So I think it's really important that like leadership takes themselves down a level to like make sure they really have a feel for what's going on. And that can be hard in like bigger organizations for sure. Um, But I think like building up a rapport with as many people who are like not beneath you, but like at a different well, level like, than you. So let's be honest, yeah. beneath, like way beneath. Like, yeah. Kendall, we've talked about this. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. I have zero like, reports. Zero reports. Yeah, so really. You can just fuck right off with that. Rachel. Go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, you, I think. Yeah. 
the sense of trust um, that I kind of talked about before too. I think it's important that like leadership gives people kind of a little bit of like a longer leash to try things, to experiment. One of the projects that we had recently was just like one of my teammates experimenting like after work hours and he just like came up with this really awesome thing that might become a huge new feature. Um, and it's all because we gave him the space to innovate and try something and we're not super strict or processy around that. Um, so I think just like giving people breathing room, letting people try things, letting people fuck up sometimes, letting people learn from stuff, um, is really important. And, and you've touched a little bit on how your organization supports you as a new leader, but what, what are the things that you would say to senior leadership in supporting new leaders? Yeah. I mean, um, the, the listening bit, I guess, also ties to that. So, so I'm sorry if I'm making you repeat yourself, but, but I'm curious, like, you know, is there, is there anything different you'd add to that? Yeah, I think just like having a very open structure of mentorship, like the fact that like I barely know like some of, well, not barely know, but like I only somewhat know some of our other leaders who are kind of like a higher up in the food chain, but I still feel like I could DM them and ask them for a Zoom is like really awesome. So I think just like having an open culture where everybody's like really approachable and like open to having one-on-ones it should be made like super clear that that's an option um i think that's like super valuable is that something that uh was explicitly stated when you joined how do you know if you don't know like how how was that open culture demonstrated to you i mean it sounds like you're perfectly you're pretty comfortable asking questions reaching out seeing whether you can get you know some some guidance from somewhere uh you seem pretty you know confident in that regard did you go through an onboarding where they were like, you should be able to do X, Y, Z. You should be able to ask any question you want. You should be able to do, or was it just some other way that you know that that's the case? Yeah. Well, one thing is that it's repeated constantly to me and to others, I think. Verbally. Like, okay. Yeah. It's definitely verbally communicated a lot. Um, I think also like having like more senior leadership's presence in meetings is helpful. Um, even if they're not like necessarily like completely running the show or they're not like completely like involved in the meeting the whole time, just seeing their face showing up, having them talk for a second, like just knowing that they're like a person with a face and not just like a little slack bubble. Um, mm -hmm. that's really helpful too. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. I don't, cause uh, you know, a lot of leaders say, oh yeah, I'm open. My door's open. And it turns out that's not actually true. Uh, yeah, you know, they're definitely. not actually available They They have a personal assistant who blocks everybody from adding <laughs> to their calendar or whatever, uh, however yeah. the, the, the culture is. So, uh, having people literally say it to you and having it work are two different things, but it sounds like it definitely works at Jellyfish. Yeah. Yeah. And us oh, like oh. team leads to kind of reinforce that with like engineers. Like I'm constantly telling people like, you know, you can talk to somebody else. Like this past time, like there was like a, it wasn't really an issue, but it was like a concern. And I was like, please like talk to like head of engineering. Like he's happy to like discuss this with you further. I'm telling you as much as I can, but he would love to like go into that with you and explain why everything is the way it is. Um, so, you're so I think it's like on everyone well. to reinforce yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. It's on everyone to kind of reinforce it. And I think everyone's happy to do it because everyone wants to preserve that culture of jellyfish for sure. Awesome. Do you, um, 
man, I, I have so many questions that keep coming in and then I forget them in the key moments, but I've got two right now and I'm going to forget one of them. But, um, the, uh, do you have a, do you have a network of other like new team leads within the organization that you can talk to or new ish? Maybe they weren't promoted at the exact same time, but is there any kind of community across the org for people who are in the same level? Yeah. Um, so I actually started like a private Slack channel for all of us. Um, there's only like, I think five of us maybe right now. Um, okay. so it's, it's pretty like easy as is. Um, but I also just DM them, have one-on-ones with them, kind of try to talk to them. Um, I'm the newest in the sense of like graduating, I think. Um, but there have been hires after me. Um, yeah. and I'm learning a lot even from them. Um, and hopefully I'm helping them. I don't know, but <laughs> that's cool. Well, it sounds like you find out. Yeah. It sounds like you drive a lot of this this openness and discussion yourself by putting it out there. By you're the one who set up this yeah. channel. You're the one who you know probably arranges these one on ones. Who reaches out? Who is working on this you know approach to communication? It's a lot of what people tend to refer to as glue work or uh, you know that kind of stuff, which is valued by some and not by others, but is absolutely like some of the magic that makes a company successful. Uh, so it sounds like you're being moved into this role is com- completely makes sense that you're going to do a lot of good if you, you know, continue to work on ways to make people have better communication paths. I find that to be one of the most important things a person can do for a company. It doesn't matter what job you're in, making that, uh, having that role, having it being the person that connects other people and, and makes them get some the information they need. So it's fantastic. Love yeah. It. I mean, people have definitely reached out to me too for one-on-ones. Like it's not, it's not all on my end. Um, but you know, building up like relationships in a company is like building up a friendship. You have to text them every once in a while. You have to like go out and meet with them or go to a bar once in a while to like really build that up. And then once you've had like those interactions over the first like 60, 90 days, you really just have a relationship even if you don't message for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you could just so, pick up where you left off, like you can. Exactly. Really good friends. Yeah. Let the record show that most men are even simpler. Just buy them food that they like, and <laughs> you don't have to talk. That works to them. on me too. They, like, they don't want you to talk. Them. <laughs> uh, just yeah. sit there and eat in silence. <laughs> uh, my my parents brought me my uh, like favorite food from my favorite restaurant it's only like two hours away but like i went to high school there and this 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 one particular thing that is just amazing and i had it last night and i'm still uh, apparently still still on my mind um no so <laughs> let me ask you the opposite side of the other question that i had asked earlier sarah which is um you know there, i think that we ask senior leaders a lot too around the like what's what kind of advice would you give to somebody looking at getting into leadership and and you're kind of newer to it and so but it's but it's still i'd I'd be curious what you would say like if somebody's looking at being a team lead uh making this transition are are you you know what's what's the advice that you'd give them in in looking at it is it go read a book is it uh don't do it run away there be dragons like (laughs) what, what would you say Yeah, I mean, like reading books definitely helps, but I think the most important thing is building up the connections, just being willing to help everywhere you can, be curious. It'll get you like a lot farther than you'd think. You know, if you just offer to help in one small place, you could build up like a huge connection with that person who needs the help. Um, Just poke your head into projects, see what happens. Maybe it's like the project that like the company really cares about. Um, That happened with me. There was like a project that came up like, oh, sure, I'll do that, I guess. And now it's like the team that I lead, that's like our mission. 
Um, and it's pretty important to the company. So I don't know. I just kind of poked my head in and I ended up here. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Look under that rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I like it. Um, well, so then let's, let's pivot. Talk, talk a little bit about Sarah outside of work. This, this, this whole thing with Sarah and jellyfish. What's, what's, uh, you have some things on some shelves behind you. Are I you a collector of things? Uh, yeah. Are you a painter of things? What's, what do you do in your spare time? Yeah. Um, I really like art. Um, I'm trying to learn how to paint. Um, I usually do like charcoal and pencils, but I'm trying to figure out how to be a painter. Um, I also like to go hiking. Um, do you ever hike with an easel and paint what you hike? Plan air. What you see on the hike? Yeah, like the like the you know you always see the easel out in the woods. You ever do that? No, I haven't, but I really want to want to. This easel is like way too big, so I need I need like a small portable Little portable. One. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. What what kind of things do you like to to draw or paint? Um, recently it's been people. I'm trying to learn anatomy. Um. But I also like to paint like animals, nature, um, really anything that seems cool at the time. It's kind of like how my <laughs> I approach my life is just follow. Like, oh, Let's do that. Wait, <laughs> when you're learning to paint people, don't you have to like go to a studio and paint naked people? Isn't that isn't that how you learn, or do, are you like following a tutorial somewhere? Um, so I did that in school actually, my senior year. Um, figure drawing. Uh, we had live models come in, and I drew them. I didn't paint them, but I drew them. Um, but now I just mostly use photos. Um, and then my boyfriend actually has a 3d printer. So he's printed out like little figurines for me to, to oh, draw. That's so but, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's the so, so use of 3d printing that I had not anticipated. See, I like yeah. printing things. <laughs> I mean, you have access to people, but like 3d printing a thing that you might not have access to so that you can draw it or examine it in some way. It's, that's a cool idea. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. Well, um, I wanted to ask one more thing. Yeah. Ask the, ask the one more thing, Rachel. So, you know, you're, Kendall keeps saying you're pretty new to this leadership thing. Uh, has, has what you've learned so far affected your personal life and relationships? Uh, like learning things about, uh, leading people or, or getting consensus or all, you know, the books that perhaps you've read has, has it changed the way that you interact with your family or your friends? And is that good or bad? Yeah. Um, I think to some extent, yes. I think a lot of it honestly was just building up my own confidence. Um, I'm like a very nervous person. Um, <laughs> I've had trouble talking to people in the past, so I think I've really learned how to communicate better. Still working on it. Sometimes articulating can just be really hard. Um, but I think I've improved a lot just by having to like direct meetings and like have one-on-ones with people. Um, I think to some extent also like trying to find consensus and things. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see where else it takes me. It's been only since February. So we'll mm -hmm. see what else I gain. Right now, time ever... is like forever though. So there's, yeah. no, there's no normal time right now. That's true. For sure. Do you ever team lead the boyfriend? <laughs> that sounds yeah, really rude, Kendall. Rude. <laughs> Well, he's I, 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 I hear it now. I mean, it does sound wildly inappropriate if Usually you Usually you're it the that one way, who catches so, okay. up on the, that sounds inappropriate. Uh, but anyway, do you like, what are we going to, where are we going to go for dinner or those kinds of questions? Do you get, a, do you have a better uh, herding situation with your friends and, and so forth? Like, we're going to go here. I'm telling um, you what to do. Honestly, no. <laughs> 
don't, I definitely don't still have that down. Where we're going to eat is like the hardest question in the universe, man. That's an enigma. Yeah, it totally is. If you can solve that, <laughs> you can solve anything. If you can get people yeah. to agree and express a preference, even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. You choose. I, I have a... Uh... I have a marketer that uh, I traveled with a lot earlier in the company and we it became we became like a married couple at one point we were in San, leaving a conference in San Francisco and I remember we had like a little bit of extra time we were at the airport and I was like well we have some time to kill where do you want to eat like this is probably the place you want to eat he's like no we ate it where I wanted to last time you're gonna want to eat at that place and I was like you're not gonna like that we're gonna go to your place and, and we both stopped and we're both like Wow, how long have we been married? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it took you so long to figure out where you were going to eat that you did not have time to go eat. <laughs> no, no. I was the boss and I put my foot down and said, we're going to your place, damn it. You're going to be happy with it. Uh, You're going to like it. Oh, cool. It was, it's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, so Sarah, if people want to catch up with you and or follow your journey uh, going forward, how do they find you on the internet? Yeah. Um... Feel free to like reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm not super active on a lot of social media, but that's probably one that I'll check. So, <laughs> all right, I'll put that in the show notes. It's been really recruiters. great having you on the show. Reach yes, recruiters definitely. <laughs> Give her a little time. Oh, She's having a good time at Jellyfish. Don't. Yeah, don't I'm in a good that. place. <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, it's been fantastic having you. It's it's nice to to talk. I and mean, we've had a couple of folks who are relatively new, but I, I think you they've had the most fresh approach. Uh, new to this not yet completely made bitter and jaded like myself. Uh, so thanks for that. That was a shot in the arm and I appreciate it. <laughs> it was, it was good. We appreciate having you. Thanks, Sarah.